now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Whole Home Show. I'm Tony Joe, your host every week here, bringing you tips, education, and all sorts of home-related matters. Whether you are in the real estate market or if you're looking for decorating or improvement ideas for your home, this is the place to be. Our show comes to you with the support of our show partners, Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, J.P. Sellis, insurance advisor from Westland Insurance, operating as Island Savings Insurance, the Sitka Law Group for your real estate, wills and estates, corporate and personal injury needs, and Shoreline Inspections with Reese Jacob and Monica Gass. If you need help or direction in your real estate transaction, give any of the whole Home Show team members a call. They would love to hear from you. And I can help you too, by the way. I've been selling real estate here in Greater Victoria for over 28 years. I'm a rare born and raised Victorian. I've never left here. I love our town, and I've helped hundreds of people with their goals of buying or selling real estate. I'd be happy to help you as well, too. You can find my contact information and the rest of the whole Home Show team members' contact information on the CFAX website, cfax1070.com. Look under Shows, and there you'll find us, the whole Home Show. All of our information is there. You can also reach me on our business page. It's the Prime Real Estate Team, primeteam.ca. On January 31st, the big one hit. Torrential rain overwhelmed much of the infrastructure, not only in Victoria, but also a little further up the island, too. Things like the Mackenzie Interchange were shut down and a lot of homes flooded, including, guess what, my own. Yes, it's been an experience for me going through the process of home insurance, remediation, moving stuff. And more. So rather timely, our guests this week are Sean Knowles from Service Master here in Victoria and Steve Rebosch from Swain Moving. We're going to go through what happens during these terrible situations, which I hope you'll never have, but at least you'll be better prepared. We always start with a weekly listener question. And if you have a question or a story to tell us about real estate, give us a call. Our number is 250-414-6540. That's 250-414-6540. Or again, go online, cfax1070.com, and we'll discuss it on the air. From Matthew, the market is going crazy. Things are selling overnight, and there are bidding wars happening again. What's going on, and when will it stop? Wow. See, we didn't think this would be coming back, but it has. Here we are, early, well, mid-February. Uh, the market has been crazy, but it kind of depends on where you're looking. Uh, it seems like anything in that sort of uh, $800, $900 million price point is white, hot, busy again. What is going on? You see, people have been thinking that the government did their intervention and they, in, they uh, made foreign buyer tax, uh, speculation and vacancy tax. All these things were meant to slow the market down and make real estate more affordable or at least stop the upwards movement. But what is happening? Uh, we've seen it. Uh, I had a pro- I, We're working on a property right now. We've seen nine offers on it. Uh, that's not the only one. We have multiple offers on a $2 million house too. Uh, we're competing all over the place. And you know what it is? It's a classic example, Matthew, of supply and demand. You know, I just mentioned that story about uh, having a house with many offers. If you have a house that's got eight offers on it, one person is going to win and the other seven are still out there looking, which tells us there's more people looking than there is inventory. And that's the key. Inventory level is low right now. Uh, Our account last month, uh, I mean, we haven't exceeded 
2,300, 2,400 listings for some time. Remember, this is usually at a point in time we're at 4,000. So we're about 50% down in inventory. You think about it, if you go to the store, if you go to Canadian Tire, and if the shelves are empty, uh, what does that mean? It means people are buying things, right? And as a result, the sellers are in a pretty good position because if people want to buy things, but they don't have things to choose from, uh, let's say they're stuck. Let's say they sold their house and they have to buy, uh, or they're finding it just a good opportunity right now because the interest rates remain low. Uh, and it's time to move on. You go from an upgrade, you go from a smaller condo to a townhouse, townhouse to a house. So many things going on. A reminder that, by the way, our foreign influence uh, was minor. It always was. Come on, we've been telling the story that it's maybe 5%, 6% of the marketplace. If you take that out, you still have 95%. Most of the people who buy or sell in Victoria are from within Victoria. And by the way, we know this because when we're looking at all these offers, guess what is on the contract of purchase and sale? It's the buyer's name and it's the buyer's address. And most of the time, they're from town. So getting back to your uh, question, Matthew, yes, things are crazy. It's happening a little bit earlier. So what we're seeing right now is we're seeing a typical spring market early in the year. Things really changed from November. You know, we talked about how our November was like a uh, a strong spring month. What the heck? Like, why are people doing this? Uh, it's because... You know, we bring it up all the time on the show here. This is Victoria. Most everyone comes from somewhere else. Uh, uh, Sean, are you from here? Uh, yeah, since I was about two years old. Okay, but you're yeah. not really Victorian then. You came no. from another place, right? Yeah, I wasn't born here, but I grew up here. Okay, yeah. so, uh, and I know Corey is also from the lower mainland, right? Yeah. Yeah, so people come from other places, and uh, we're at a population of 400,000 now. Our net migration figures are about uh, 4,000 people more coming into town than leaving. So our town is growing. People want to come here. People want to live here. We have a housing shortage. Yes, absolutely. We need more affordable housing. We've been talking about this and and not affordable from the standpoint of let's choke the, uh, the market and try to get property values down. We just need more construction. We need more smaller houses. We need that middle, missing middle that we've talked about all this time. Um, Matthew, it's likely going to be like this until such time as we see more inventory. You see, what needs to happen is we need to get flooded. We need to get more properties on the marketplace than there are people that want to buy. And that's what will normalize things. And we haven't seen that. It's been a good, uh, it's been a good two or three years since we had a lot of inventory. When I look back into, uh, 15 years ago, 10, 15 years ago, there was more inventory, lower number of sales, values by the way, didn't go down. Values always remain pretty stable because, again, of this whole notion of net migration, more people coming into town than people leaving. Um, When will it stop, Matthew? Uh, You know, we feel that 2020 is going to be a strong year. 2019 ended up a little bit stronger than we had expected. Uh, Unless something major happens in the macroeconomic scale outside in the global end of things, um, who knows? By the way, I read a report recently about how the states, uh, the National Association of Realtors, which is the governing body of real estate in uh, the states, they have um, 
actually like a million, 1.2 million members, a lot of uh, real estate community. They, uh, there was a report saying that the coronavirus could have an effect on the real estate market in the States because if people um, cannot visit their properties. Uh, you know, there's <clears throat> travel bans happening in the States. Uh, they are bracing right now for an impact of maybe another market adjustment in the States because of the coronavirus. It's amazing what can happen. Of course, we, we don't see that here. We, if anything, we see things on a much smaller scale. Uh, but again, Matthew, as far as when things are going to stop, it does depend on what you're looking at because there are other marketplaces, there are other market areas in Victoria that aren't as white hot. So, for example, uh, the higher end uh, marketplace is still a little bit stagnant. Things are sitting around. Uh, the uh, depending on area wise, outlying areas, uh, things aren't as crazy as they are in the core. But uh, this is Victoria, right? We talk about this all the time. Things aren't changing. Uh, in the three years I've been doing the show, our message uh, has been the same. In the 29 years I've been doing this, you know, I remember seeing uh, downturns maybe three times in 30 years. But Victoria recovers really quick. This is the reason why people are all excited about ownership in Victoria. Uh, but, yeah, we do need more affordable properties out there. Please. Um, flood the market with inventory. That would be great for everyone, including the real estate community, because, you know, we've got so many people out there that we would love to serve and get them into homes, but it's tough. It's tough. Easier for sellers right now, hard for buyers. Thanks for uh, messaging, Matthew. And for everyone else, again, uh, give us a call, 250-414-6540, or go on to cfax1070.com, and we will answer your question. If you're a podcast listener, by the way, get onto iTunes or Google Play. You'll find us, The Whole Home Show, with me, Tony Joe. You can listen to all of our past episodes uh, at your leisure. We're going to take a quick break here, but when we come back, we're going to be talking about disaster restoration, things that you don't want to know about, but you really should. And I'm talking from experience this time. We'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home, the whole home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. All right, so uh, January 31st. Something happened that uh, surprised me. Came home at night. There was water flowing into our basement. Now, I've got a newer home. I live in a sort of elevated area. Now, mind you, my basement is quite a ways underground. But I did a complete renovation of my house a year and a half ago, including drain tiles. And we've never had an issue with water coming in. Uh, but, of course, nobody expected a uh, sort of flash rain and flood. And not only was I flooded, but hundreds of other people in Greater Victoria were flooded as well, too. Uh, the reason why we know this is we have Sean Knowles here. He's with Service Master Restore. Sean, thanks for coming. Oh, thanks for having me. It's great. Yeah, and you know what? I, I appreciate the fact that, because I reached out to you and I said, I know you're super busy because this is a crazy time, but you wanted to come here and talk anyways. There's a lot of really important things that people need to know about. Yeah, I think it uh, it can do a service to the community if they kind of have an understanding of what we're going through and why sometimes we're not answering the phone or getting there as fast as we could. So how, does there an estimate? Like how many people out there got hit? I mean, you would know how many people you're working with right now, right? Yeah, I, I would... I would guess that it's in the thousands of claims yeah. uh, at this point, or at least water damages, whether they've made claims or not. I know that we took that weekend alone over 120 phone calls in just that night. Yeah, uh, and that volume of calls has slowed down a bit, but it's still ta- we're still taking claims where people have not 
been able to get to them yet. Now, and, you know, you make an interesting point because I know two people that also uh, had floods, but they're not going through insurance. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which I guess happens every once in a while. Yeah, the deductibles now are, uh, you know, an average deductible can be $2,000. If, if you have an unfinished basement, you just got some water in it, you know, it, it's probably not beneficial to make a claim. Uh, you, you don't want that strike against your insurance. And it really isn't needed. If it's a simple cleanup, you know, we would suggest that you kind of handle that yourself. And, you know, we're always willing to give advice on the phone. Yep. Uh, to a point. So a phone call to us, we can kind of walk you through it if that's what's needed. And um, yeah, you don't always need to make a claim on a water damage. So, you know, just before the show here, we were talking, uh, this is bad, right? Like as yeah. bad as you've seen in 18 years of doing this. Yeah, I've been in I've been in the restoration industry for 18 years. And this is the highest volume of claims that I've experienced in that time. Yeah. You know, granted, we're a larger company now than we were then. But um, still, the scale is, I've been in touch with some of the other restoration companies. Everybody's going flat out right now. So and what happened? What brought this on? Well, it was, um, it was a massive amount of rain in a very short period of time. And with January being one of the wettest on record, I believe the ground was just completely saturated. It had nowhere to go. It hit the ground hard and fast. And like you're saying, your home, even with new perimeter drains, sometimes it's just too much. It overwhelms the system. They're only designed to handle so much. Yeah. And... People got water, you know, it just, it backed up and... Well, and it's a reminder too, I mean, even with newer drain tile systems, it's an area of maintenance that people have to look after. You got to keep that clean. Oh, absolutely. Because you got some blockage, right? Yeah, yeah. People love to put plants around their houses. Yes. And plants are the worst thing you can put around your houses because they, when it dries out in the summer, those roots find those perimeter drains. Yeah. And that's where they sit. And we tell people, if you're going to have a lot of plants around your house, you'd be rooting out your drains every year. Yeah. And if you don't, you know, every other year, at least you should be getting a little Well, and this is because we... We list people's properties for sale, and we say, when's the last time you get the drains clean? They go, oh, you know, it's been like 10 years. Yeah. It is something that needs to be done more frequently. It Absolutely, yeah. It, it is the cause, typically, of why these happen is is that there's something in the drain. Uh, even if it's a partial blockage, you would never know until you get a massive amount of water running through that system, and then it backs up. Yeah. So uh, getting back to my story, I, it was it was freaky. So I have finished basement. Uh, our nanny lives downstairs. We have, um, you know, bathroom. We've got a gym area, play area, and all that stuff. And there was four inches of standing water. Yeah. Uh, and I have never seen this before. And I... You know, we were okay with, but I can just imagine, like, it's an emotional thing for people, huh? Oh, absolutely. You know, this is their, probably their biggest investment they have. Um, they've walked downstairs and, you know, 90% of the people we deal with have never experienced a water damage before. And all of a sudden, like you say, there's four inches, there's six inches, there's two feet of water. Uh, and it's overwhelming. Yeah. And they're scrambling to try to find help. And unfortunately, in a situation, what we can, we call a catastrophic loss event like this, there sometimes there isn't help or it's a long way away. Yeah, yeah. Okay, what is the first thing that somebody uh, needs to do? Like, if there is an event that happens, what should a homeowner do? Yeah, so on a large-scale event like this, um, we tell everybody, you, you, you want to try to mitigate the loss best as best you can on your own. So restoration companies are a tool of mitigation. Uh, you can call us, and, and if we can, we'll come out and mitigate the loss for you. Now, on the flip side of that, if you can't get us out there, you need to do whatever you can to mitigate your own loss. So that might involve pumping the water out of the, of the suite clearing the drain so it drains out. Um, a lot of times if you do have a toilet down there and you have four inches or six inches of water, if you take that toilet off, it'll drain right down the sewer system because that's a oh, different set of lines okay. than the water, uh, rainwater leader systems. Yeah. So we tell people that. Um, we tell people to tear out their soft floors and get them out, just throw them outside. We can deal with it later. Laminates, carpets. Yeah. Don't touch vinyls. 
our our hard surface floors. Uh, there is an awareness of asbestos that has to be adhered to. Of course, right? Pre nineteen ninety stuff things you don't want to be touching anything that you don't know the age of. Yes. So, but we tell people get the carpet out, get your contents up if you can. If you can find a dehumidifier, get that running immediately, uh, and do the best you can. You know until until help can arrive. So, so we, I have this uh, pump that we use to empty out the hot tub. Yep. And it came in handy. Yeah. Because uh, we were down there till like four in the morning trying to and with the shop vacs and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it made an impact, but we were doing what we could. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. No. I get the water out. The, yeah. the quicker you get it out, the less damage it does. Yeah. Uh, so you you want it out as fast as you can, and that that's a tool that we use. We use sump pumps, yeah. as they call them, or. or I use mine for my hot tub as well. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. We pump as much water out as we can, and then we we typically follow that up with extraction systems to get it the rest of the water out, and then drying systems. All right. So who who should a homeowner call when this happens? So there's a couple different trains of thought. We suggest that in an event like this, you call your insurance company to confirm coverage before you get a restoration company out and incur quite a bit of cost. Yes. So when we show up, we're going to have you sign what's called a work authorization, yeah. which is a contract between the homeowner and the restoration company, which states clearly in it that if the clo- the loss is not covered, that you're then responsible for to pay the bill. Yeah. And the bills can be fairly high yeah. for this type of work. Um, so we suggest in a catastrophic loss like this, you call your adjuster, or sorry, you call your insurance company, they typically will assign an adjuster, they'll come out, they'll confirm coverage, and then you they'll basically tell you to call any restoration company they can at that point. Yeah. In a normal day-to-day operation for us, we would suggest that you could call us directly or any of the restoration companies directly, and then we will educate you on who to call. So call your insurance company after that. Tell them you have somebody already coming out to help. And But that would be more in the day-to-day when it's your hot water tank or you, you left your sink running. Yeah. yeah. Something that is not really... Um, uh, a coverage issue, like yeah. it can be when you have storms. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about the uh, Service Master uh, Restore. Sure. So, what are the things that you guys take care of? So, we do water damage, uh-huh. fire damage, uh, biohazard cleanup, asbestos work, mold remediations, um, and that that pretty much encompasses our, the majority of our course products. Right there is is. Anything that bad that happens to a property, we tend to fix. Mm-hmm. A lot of tree impacts oh, yeah. uh, from wind damage. Yeah. We do ice damming. Yeah, snow yeah, so overloads. we're talking like a tree. Uh, the wind catches trees, yep. uh, goes through your roof or something. Like yeah, that. last year's storm was a windstorm as opposed to a, a massive rainstorm. So we dealt with hundreds of claims for um, yeah. tree impacts on fences and houses and yeah. and power lines. It's amazing what happens. I mean, Corey, our producer here, was telling us last time about how uh, in a that freak windstorm, it came early, so the leaves are still on the trees, and ended up being like a like a kite, and all these trees got yeah. knocked over. It's, you never know what happens. No, and and they're freak events. You know, we used to say they're one-offs, but it, it's not that so much that anymore. Though there, it's a yearly event. Yeah. There's some sort of loss, large loss scale on a yearly event now where that didn't used to happen as much yeah uh and i know it's tough out there because uh hey people have been having a hard time getting trades for renovations in their homes and all that so it's got to be tough finding people right now Uh, i mean i've heard reports that um you know people are having to wait and and it's just the nature of 
where we're at right now, right? Yeah, unfortunately, the volume is so great right now. Anything that would come in today, we might be two to three weeks before we could get a crew to it. Yeah. We can get a project manager there to have a look at it. Uh -huh. And sometimes that mitigates it a bit because you can say, hey, it's just one room. We suggest you do this and maybe you can take care of it yourself. Mm -hmm. But yeah, we, we feel the pain of trying to get trades as well. Yeah. Um, we can't just hire anyone off the street to do this work. You get the right people. Yeah, you can't just send people that don't know what they're doing into a flood. Yeah. Uh, so you have to have that trained person with other people. We do bring in labor when we have to, but they have to be paired up with someone who's a technician and certified and knows what's going on. So, so important. Well, listen, don't go anywhere. Um, we need to take a quick break. And uh, when we come back, we'll be chatting more about this. But Service Master Restore, if people need to reach you guys, what's the best way? Uh, probably call us directly on our phone number, 250-474-8883. Great. And we'll put that on uh, the CFAX, uh, um, our page on the website as well, too. Uh, th thanks, Sean. Stand by. We need to take a quick break. Back in just a moment. Now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. Our show comes to you with the support of our show partners, Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, J.P. Sellers, insurance advisor, Westland Insurance, operating as Island Savings Insurance, the Sitka Law Group for your real estate, wills and estates, corporate and personal injury needs, and Shoreline Inspections with Reese Jacob and Monica Gass. If you need help or direction in your real estate transaction, give any of the whole Home Show team members a call. They would love to hear from you. We're having a conversation about catastrophic events and uh, remediation and restoration. We had Sean Knowles uh, in the studio, and he'll be coming back in just a moment. But on the line right now, we have with us Steve Vrebosch. Steve is with Swain Moving. Steve, thanks for uh, coming on the line here. Oh, you're very welcome. Uh, I got to tell you, I uh, so, of course, we started this whole process with the insurance company. My wife called insurance, uh, and then all of a sudden, Sean and the team at Service Master showed up, which is great. Uh, and then I got a phone call from you on Monday morning saying, hey, buddy, guess who's coming to move your stuff out? Uh, and I got to say, I could not have been more pleased because, of course, we go way back. I know you. I know you, Steve. Thank you. Yes, you do. Yes, we do. You, we go way back. Yeah. So, anyways, um, uh, Sean's busy. Uh, you guys are busy, too. So, yes, um, tell us about what's happening right now in this world of uh, this, this catastrophic uh, flood situation and what you're dealing with. Well, well we're dealing with... Um multiple multiple flood situations where you know people's homes have been destroyed by the rain mm -hmm. um we have to come in there and we have to move and separate all the content and uh so it can be fixed or uh, and the flooring and everything be dealt with the walls and we, they hire us to come in and move all the furniture out so they can get in there as quick as they can and, and uh and then we bring it back when it's all done so you're storing a lot of people's stuff right now we are we're storing it in a heated temperature controlled warehouse yeah um Everything that is salvageable has been uh, protected, blanket wrapped, packed professionally, labeled. So when it comes back, we can put it back in the same place as we took it out. So it doesn't even look like anything's been disturbed. Yeah. So now when when you guys were moving stuff out of our house, uh, the service master guys were there as well, too. And yeah. it, it appeared like you guys were kind of working hand-in-hand uh, uh, hand and figuring out which things could go out and which things need uh, um, need to be treated. Definitely, definitely. In, in some situations, it's a three-stage process where um, some contents are not restorable. Yeah. So uh, they're either left on site or we put them into a bin on site. Um, the uh, phase two would be uh, wet, uh, 
you know, re, uh, salvageable uh, contents that to take them back to their warehouse that can be inspected, cleaned uh, properly and, and brought back to the customer. And then phase three would be uh, stuff that wasn't disturbed by the flood. Um, and then it's brought back to my uh, warehouse where it's blanket wrapped um, and, uh, and stored until uh, the home has been completed. Yeah, so this is an entire process. Like you, you work hand in hand with the restoration company and um, it <laughs> goes without saying the busy time for you guys. It is definitely a busy time, and um, you know, uh, Service Master does keep us very busy. And uh, you know, we do we do uh, work hand in hand, and and uh, in in a bad situation, um, and we, we try and make it a lot better by uh, uh, not causing any any more issues for the customer. Yeah, yeah. Well, one of the things that Sean brought up a, a moment ago was getting things off the ground, especially when you get a flood that happens. I was kind of lucky, <laughs> actually. I. Christmas time, I had some downtime. I completely organized my storage room, and I got everything in Rubbermaid totes, and everything's above the ground. Never thought that this would happen, but of course it did. And you, you never know. You never know when when this can happen. And 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 storing everything in Rubbermaid and totes, yeah. at least the bottom half of your storage is probably one of the smartest things you can do. Yeah, nothing worse than seeing soggy cardboard uh, all over the place. That's not that's not good. Well, a, a flood can happen to anybody, not just someone who has a basement that's, you know, half underground um, as well either. You know, you could have a broken pipe. You know, floods can happen at any point and cause damage, you know. So uh, to, to think ahead um, is probably half the battle uh, to protect, uh, you know, family heirlooms and, and stuff like that as well. So yeah. Well, you know, see, it never occurred to me before that uh, the moving company like you guys, like Swain, are part of this remediation process whenever a, a disaster or an, or an event occurs. So I think it's really important for listeners to know that um, there is help. Like, you know, here we were, we're looking at our basement, all this water there. It's like, what are we going to do with our stuff? And then, boom, definitely, definitely. Steve shows up, Swain moving in the trucks, and, uh, man, it was uh, uh, this entire operation, I got to say, thumbs up. I've been very happy so far. Not that not that I ever wanted to go through this, but... Uh, yeah, it's as good as it can be. And, you know, we're we're also available for people if, uh, you know, you do have a flood, but you don't want to go through insurance and you just need some stuff moved out. Yeah. You know, we do non-insurance jobs as well. So, you know, we're, we're there for the people uh, for whatever needs they need. Oh, very important. Okay, Steve, if people need to reach you, what's the best way to, uh, for them to do that? Um, you can call my office at uh, 250-475-0123. Mm-hmm. Or, or email us at www.swainmoving.com Great. Uh, thanks for coming on the line, Steve. I know you're busy. The reason why you're on the phone is because you're in the middle of jobs right now. Um, owner, owner on the job at all times. Yeah. Uh, so um, I'm a hands-on owner. I don't just sit in a desk. I'm out there working on the jobs as well. So yeah. I, I appreciate you being able to get me on the phone and we can uh, help some more people out. Very good. You are hands-on. I've seen you move things. Yeah. yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> okay. Uh, thanks for coming on the line, Steve. You're very welcome. Thank you. Have a great day. Okay. Yep, bye-bye. So, uh, wow, that's, again, a, an area that I never considered before, having to get things moved out. Uh, Sean, you know, we I was talking with Steve there about, uh, you know, certain things need to get cleaned. That's right. Yeah. Right. And what's the process for you guys uh, when you when you clean when you clean these things? Yeah. So we'll on a larger loss like yours, we'll bring Swain moving in to. Um, bring the items to us that are wet or what we consider affected items and we have some software packages that we then can list those items uh, provide that to the insurance adjuster and yourself 
and then there's a negotiation between you and the adjuster about the value of those items. We then store everything. We typically dry everything and we'll clean or restore what we can. Yep. So there, it's it's there's kind of a balance. It's going to cost more to clean it than it's worth. Yep. Well, then we're gonna it's going to get written off, right? Yep. If it's uh, grandma's antique from 1902, something that, you that need has back, sentimental value, yeah. yep. then uh, you know we can look at getting that stuff repaired and back to you. And we we employ a bunch of different people for that type of stuff: furniture mm-hmm. refinishers and um, electronics people, and and those types of people to get that work done correctly. And then we have a really large warehouse out in the West Shore that we uh, we store everything in. And then once it's done, we hire Swains to bring it all back when the job's complete. Yep. And uh, we dispose of any of the contents that are unsalvageable at that point. Yeah, but there's an entire process. So the owner knows, you mm. know, what's what's coming back and what's not. And Absolutely, yeah. yeah. There's a large list supplied um, of the contents that will be returned and what's being written off. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so here's a question for you. It was, uh, you know, it was water that was coming off the roof or the storm drains coming into my basement. Yeah. It was not the brown stuff. It was not, you know, we hear store. I, you guys handle sewage uh, backups, obviously. Yeah, right? yeah. So... You know what? Why wouldn't somebody like me just takes like uh, you know chairs that were sitting in this water and just leave it outside and let it dry out? Like, um, and some people do. Okay. The technical term for the water that we're dealing with is a Category Three, okay. and it's a grossly contaminated water. Anything that comes from beyond the trap. So your drains in your basement, say, yep. they have a trap in them and they go out and into the road. So yes. if it comes back through that system, mm-hmm. it is considered a Category 3 where soft, good items uh, would need specialty cleaning or oh. removal at that point. Okay. Um, when your hot water tank goes, it's a Category 1. So it's it's water from a clean, potable source that we can dry your stuff. Like it, It's a different process completely. Got uh, it. It's done with air removers and dehumidifiers and... And we go in and we can actually dry your structure and get it back to fairly back to normal, other than certain things like laminate that just don't survive that type of process. Because they suck up water. That's right. That, it yeah. just it's 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 just sawdust, compressed sawdust that just blows apart, right? And, and it's a, it's damaged. So in in these type of events, though, we're we're cutting drywall and we're removing floors and we're dealing with soft contents that need to be disposed of. Well, listen, we need to take another break here, um, but let's uh, let's pick up on that conversation when we come back. Uh, we have here Sean Knowles. He's with uh, Service Master uh, Restore, talking about uh, what needs to be done when somebody's basement gets flooded. Back in just a moment. This is The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. You know, I don't think anyone ever has the idea that they're going to get a flood in their basement. And yes, if you've been listening so far, I did. Uh, one of the things I love about having the show here is I get to learn about things. Uh, this one is definitely firsthand experience because I am learning about what needs to be done to remediate a wet basement. And we have with us right now, Sean Knowles. Uh, Sean is the owner operator of Service Master Restore. We've been talking all about things people need to be mindful of uh, because on January 31st, we had the big one. Uh, I had a swimming pool in my basement. Not a lot of fun. Uh, thanks again for coming, coming back, uh, Sean. Yep. Um, something that we haven't touched on yet in our conversation right now is the fact that in the news, condo insurance and premiums are going up because, uh, of course, a lot of buildings have issues. Yes. Water damage. Yeah. You guys handle that too. We do, yeah. Well, those are some of the largest losses we would handle. Uh, we'll get multiple unit events, so you could have picture a hot water tank on the 10th floor of a condo building that ruptures at two o'clock in the morning 
and we'll get that call. And we've done places with units up to 21, 22 affected units at one time. So that's 22 water damages separate all yeah. coming in at once. As opposed to your home, which is limited to your home exactly. and it's not going elsewhere. That's right. Yeah. So we're now dealing with multiple insurance companies, multiple clients, tenants, um, which is a whole nother ball game. And, um, you know, we're trying to dry a structure like that out uh, in a timely manner to get people back in their homes as well. Yeah, because it's not as simple as the hot water tank and the 10th floor bursts and all the units below it get affected because water travels, so yeah. it can be side to side or whatever, right? Absolutely. Like, it, it, it'll go down and out, and yeah. it goes everywhere. Yeah. Uh, it's it's the best thing for getting everywhere. The water. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, so like you say, you... You know, you know around the immediate source that you have to check all units, and that's how we process. Is we we go in and we keep looking with our moisture meters and thermal cameras until we find the end of the water, yep. and then we identify all those units, and then we start the drying process of all those units. Well, you know, there's an old saying out there in business. You know, make uh, what is it? Uh, make hay with the sun shines. Yeah, and I. I of course, your business is very important because you guys are here when the sun doesn't shine and yep. when bad things happen. Yeah, absolutely. Right? And, you know, it, it's incredibly busy right now. And uh, every winter is incredibly busy. And yeah. that is the nature of our business. Um, but even through the year, we're a steady company. We, yeah. we, you know, there's not a lot of ebbs and tides to our business. It just it seems to be a constant flow. So is... This might be a hard question for you to answer, but is Victoria, um, like, how do we do globally? Like, there's obviously other areas that got affected by tornado and, you know, uh, freezing snaps and stuff, which we yeah, don't. That's right. But we have other things, right? It, exactly. And, and believe it or not, our storm season is pretty much opposite of everybody else's. So across Canada, we have we have many service masters across Canada yeah. in all the major areas and their storm season kind of comes through the spring. They tend to get their flash flooding through the spring. Oh yeah. Uh, they'll get winter freezes, but it, it's not like it is here where our storm season is through the winter. And then in the summer, you know, we dry out and it's, it's just the day to day stuff at that point. Um, but Toronto tornadoes, you know, yeah. thousands of claims on that tornadoes for service master alone on that one. Yeah. Um, the East coast is, constantly getting hammered by storms and same thing just multiple multiple well claims. it makes sense to me like if they have a big snowfall and it melts and mm -hmm. that's what happens with the with the spring right that's right yeah yep. so we just got it all one night yeah January we 31st. it hit us really hard a uh, very unique situation um the perfect storm as they say you know yeah. and uh, a lot of water nowhere for it to go rivers rose tide comes in drainage doesn't work so well and it just it uh it it's a formula for a lot of work and a lot of water damage. Well, let's step it back a little bit again uh, throughout the process. So uh, what happened with us is my wife got on the phone, called the insurance company, uh, who were great, by the way. Mm -hmm. uh, and then all of a sudden, the next day, you guys show up. Yeah. Yeah. And, and one thing about insurance companies, they, they do look for coverage. Like, they're 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 yep. good guys. They're they're trying hard to, to service everybody. And but they had to confirm that we had coverage. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And because when we show up, we're making you sign what's called a work authorization, yeah. which is a contract between yourselves as a homeowner and us as a company. And ultimately, if it's covered, the insurance company will cover the costs. But if it's not, it goes back to the homeowner to cover the costs. Well, that's fair. I yeah. mean, you guys, you guys can't work for free. No. Right? You, you got to make sure not. that you get paid, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so moving forward then, so you... Um, Monday morning shows up, uh, Steve from uh, Swain Moving shows up, your guys are there, uh, you've ripped the basement out. Yep. 
Good. Yes. That's good. Uh, and so the drywall has been all ripped out. The in, the insulation and um, you know generally it's like a couple of feet from the ground, right? That's right. We yeah. typically take it up two to four feet yeah. um, because drywall comes in four, four foot, foot sheets. Yeah, four foot width sheets. So yeah. we try to make that uh, make sense. Um, it, it's good that you're at that stage because a lot of people aren't. Yeah. Uh, you, you're close to the emergencies being done at this point, right? We'll yeah. be drying you out, sanitizing, drying, and then we'll remove the equipment. And then every claim is kind of broken into two stages. There's the emergency phase where we get you dry or clean, depending on the type of claim you have. Yeah. And then there's the rebuild phase because we're a full full contractor as well. We hire a lot of tradespeople that work for us and uh, we do drywall and painting and carpentry. Yeah. And sub we subcontract out all the floors. So the next phase for your home would be, once it's dry, is that restoration phase. No, that's going to put some challenges to us at Service Master because we basically have taken probably two and a half months worth of work in a day. Yeah. So that yeah. puts us behind. We're already busy, and yeah. now we're going to be farther behind again. So we are telling people, if you have a contractor, you know, we'll put together a price, and you, any and another contractor can do the work if that's Got it. what you want. So if your brother's a drywaller... Time to get, get him on the job. There. Yeah, get him in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So um, the everything's been ripped out. It's just it's it's eerie because you know all the uh, of course the electrical outlets. You know the the panels are off. It's clean down there. Yeah. So it rained again, you know, uh, a week later. Yeah. And I, I actually don't care because all of a sudden, yeah. you know, the water can't really. Uh, there's nothing left. Yeah, yeah, there's nothing left, right? Yeah. Um, now the. The contractors, uh, it's time to rebuild. It's important for people to know that this is not upgrade time. So the insurance company just restores it to where it was, right? Yeah, we say it's, it's, it's a restoration, not a renovation. Yes. So the insurance company will pay to paint a certain amount of walls that are affected. Yeah. That doesn't mean they'll pay for all the walls, Yeah. right? They don't typically pay for cha color changes. Um, not to say that your contractor won't do that. If you catch them at the right time or if you're willing to pay for some of the extra work, that's no problem. Yeah. Uh, but you're given a contract with an allowance, and um, that allowance is where we're allowed to go. So it's not a blank check like a lot of people think where the insurance will pay for anything you want. Yeah. It, it is We have to bid the work, and we're held to those estimates. That's not what insurance is for. No. No. Exactly. So, you know, we've talked a couple of times about how I—, I it was great because you guys were there and things have happened really quickly. I know that there's people out there right now that are still waiting. Um, I, I'm going to say it's not preferential treatment. Like it was probably just the, the, the luck of the draw that we call it a certain time. And yep. then that's what happens. Like, yeah, there's a few factors that will dictate how quick we get to you. Some of it is the age of your home. If yeah. we have to have asbestos testing done in your home or risk assessment done, you know, it, it's going to slow it down. That means another contractor coming in, taking the samples. And if you do, unfortunately, have asbestos in the home, it's another contractor, again, to do that type of remediation work. So that that part can slow down your claim a little bit. Mm -hmm. we, we try to treat the claims as they come in, in mm -hmm. that order. Um, so yours probably came in early, and we had the crew there, and we jumped on it as quick as we could. Mm -hmm. um, and we're trying to get to everybody. You know, we're we run out of equipment quickly. Uh, you can only stock so much gear. We're yeah. bringing more in from Alberta, uh, and it'll be here today. Uh, which, but that truthfully only gets gear in everywhere. We should have it now, yeah. <laughs> as opposed to giving us capacity to take on more work. 
So, you know, we work hard with the insurance companies. We, we do the best we can to take as much as we can to help them out. And when nobody else can take any more, we still try to help. We don't want to leave anybody hanging. Yeah. Uh, but that may look just like a project manager showing up to your home to get an idea of what needs to be done yeah. to carry on. Well, and I, as I said, you guys have been great. I mean, I, I, I got the letter from you guys right. a few days ago just talking about what the next steps are yep. uh, and, and all that. The website, by the way, the Service Master website, there's a great FAQ. You've got frequently asked questions. Yep. Uh, one of the things I was asking uh, Peter, or um, your guy Peter, yep. was, how, you know, how come the carpet to the stairs, which has been damaged, hasn't been ripped out yet? And there's an answer on the website. It says, you know, because carpet tack and staples and all that, it's not safe. That makes total sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. We, we know you're going to be living in there for an extended period of time with the way it is right now. So yeah. we want to keep the home and safe. site safe. That's yeah. correct. Yeah. So we, we try to tape down. If we only tear out part of your laminate floor, because that's all as well, we always try to tape down those transitions so there's no issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and, and we will straight up say to people, if you have mobility issues, you know, maybe you shouldn't be here. Uh, maybe yeah. you need to be out of the home while this is happening. Yeah. Need safety. Uh, yeah, safety is always key. Uh, we want to make sure people's homes are safe for the for them to be in at all times. Yeah, I mean, this is it's like this is a science. This whole process is a science. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a reminder as well too. You got to leave it to the experts. I mean, you guys see this every day. Yeah. You know how to handle this stuff. You know how to coordinate this stuff. Uh, it's a tough job. I, I could not imagine trying to figure this out myself. Yeah, and there's a lot of training that goes involved. You know, my technicians are all IRCRC certified, which yeah. is the governing body that the Americans use. If, if, if something goes to court, that's the book they look at. Mm-hmm. So all of my technicians are certified in flood and fire uh, as required, and I hold a master's in both those just to so that I can, if there are any questions, I can follow up and help out with that. Yeah, that's the Institute of Inspection, Cleaning, and Restoration Certification. Correct, yeah. I was checking that out earlier. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that is that is the Bible we use uh-huh. when we do flood work, yeah. is how it is to be done, yeah. Goodness, goodness. All right, um, so again, before we forget, how can people reach you guys at ServiceMaster when the, uh, when the need arises? Yeah, so our phone number is 250 8883 mm-hmm. and uh, that takes you to we're a 24-7 365 company you will get my on-call staff if no one's around if you call that number yeah oh, anytime man it's good to know you guys are around and again flood fire hazardous materials yeah right? bio cleanup um, tree impacts, basically anything nasty to your home, we can probably help you out. Yeah, goodness. You know, of course, we've been getting all the stories from our friends about stuff they've went through. A good buddy of mine in Sylvan Lake, Alberta, mm. uh, sent me a picture. Minus 38 degrees, snowing out there, and they had a sewer backup. Oh, no. Yeah. Good time, huh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a tough time to deal with anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can't imagine, you know, having to restore that. Uh, my cousin had a sewer. My actually on Saturday when that happened, the flood, we had forty people coming over to my house for dinner for Chinese oh, no. New Year. So uh, that was kind of inconvenient. But yeah. a cousin of mine uh, also had a sewer backup many years ago over Thanksgiving. It never happens at the right time. Yeah, we're yeah. my my technicians. I applaud them. They're out at Christmas. They're out. They're, yeah, because they have families too. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. And you know, there's we rotate the on call schedule for people with families. And um, but yeah, I've had. There isn't probably a holiday that we haven't had people out yeah. uh, on call responding to people's houses. You know, and, and the, this, again, is a reminder about the importance of insurance. I mean, we mention this all the time. One of our show sponsors is Westland Insurance, which operates uh, as Island Savings Insurance. Make sure you get your insurance policy reviewed regularly. Because I'll be honest with you, I was kind of scared. Like, when this happened, I, you know, talking to my wife that night, and it's like, oh, my goodness, what happens if we're not covered? 
Yeah, yeah, right? and that that is always a concern. And one of the things that kind of goes by the wayside a lot of times is these tenant insurance policies. Where, so if you had a suite in your home and you had someone renting it, um, what if know, they're not insured? If they're not insured, there's no stipulation for them to live out while this is going on. There's nothing to protect their contents. Yeah. And the bigger thing on tenant insurance policies is the fact that if they were to cause the problem, they're liable for that. Yeah. So if they were to cause a fire in your home. You know, your insurance will fix it. Make your home. sure your tenant has yeah. insurance. You really want that. That's that that should be mandatory. Goodness. That you have they have insurance. Well, Sean, thanks for the conversation. Uh, so many things people should learn about. Uh, let's hope that uh, our listeners don't get affected. But if they do, then they got to know them. there's people like you guys out there. Yeah, we're, we're there to help, you know, 365, 24 hours a day. And uh, yeah, I appreciate you having me on. Thanks for helping me. Yeah. Great. Great. And to the rest of our listeners, we'll hear from you this time next week.